episode 32, Does DC Income Need to be Tied to Patient Volume? I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trostclair, and today we hear Dr. Josh Wagner's perspective. For doctors who want a thriving practice and abundant home life, listen as your host, Dr. Justin Trostclair, goes behind the curtain and interviews doctors and guests about real-world triumph, struggles, practical tips, and entertainment on this episode of A Doctor's Perspective. Thanks for tuning in yet again. We have a great guest today, Dr. Josh Wagner, chiropractor, founder of a patient mastery and the perfect patient funnel system. We're going to talk about things like, can you close over 90% of your patients in a cash way? What's one of the best ways you can take a vacation? What are some good working hours? What is a cross-promotional marketing tactic and how can you use it? As the title says, can you get paid without being tied to patient visits? He has a great idea about goals. So definitely take a listen to that. I don't want to give it away. So that's why I'm being vague, intriguing, hopefully, you guys and gals to listen. As always, the travel tip will be at the end of the episode. All the show notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash three two. I do hope you are enjoying your summer and that you were able to get away and recharge with the family, with friends, whatever it is that gets you excited and motivated. A big thank you for listening. And as always, if you if you have any suggestions, shoot an email at me, Justin at a doctor's perspective.net. Let's get into it. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Podcast. Welcome this week. We have a special guest, Dr. Josh Wagner, DC of Perfect Patient Funnel System and Patient Mastery. Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Well, we're going to do a full disclosure. I've actually taken one of your your patient mastery class, and it is, I would like to say, a, a primer for what your perfect patient funnel system is. It's sort of like a core, got to master some things before you can jump in the pot. And I want to just talk about real quick, like communicating with patients so they actually want to pay you cash. Because there's, a, I think there's a right way to do cash practice, and then there's the give you 76 visits over a year, and I'm gonna, you're going to have to pay it a day, and all I've done is an exam. Uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not a big fan of that yeah. one. So what, what is it that you bring to the table that makes it so yeah, different? Thank you for sharing Justin. like the, the patient mastery program that you you've gone through. It's, it's a primer. It's an introduction of the foundational elements of what you at least need to bring to the table as a chiropractor in this, what I call a new era of chiropractic, where not every patient has unlimited insurance. Super easy to say. We're going to work together for a year. You're going to be coming in three times a week for three months and two times a week for three months and one time a week for the rest of your life. Like that's literally that worked back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. And it was easy and it was very easy to build a huge, very profitable practice like that. And that's not the case anymore. And it's very rare that either states or certain insurance companies have that good of greater benefits. Um, and my passion is sharing with chiropractors who who either missed that boat, you know, they missed the Mercedes 80s like I did when I got into practice, it was dramatically declining, or that's all they knew, and now they don't know how to adapt in a world and a society where giving the adjustment is their bread and butter, but the conversations have completely changed, and patients' expectations are different, patients' perceptions are different, and so it's a combination of giving chiropractors back the way practice used to be easy, as well as another passion that uh, the profession probably doesn't realize of mine is I want the patient experience to be the best possible thing. So that not only increases your practice because more patients want to refer, they want to stay with you, they trust you, they want to invest in you, but it starts to grow the credibility and the perception of the field as a whole in a better light 
because I don't know about you, Justin, but when I see that chiropractic lowest credibility of all of healthcare, like I hate being a representative of that field when I'm mixed in with all the other craziness and garbage that goes on. So that's a passion for me to change the public's perception through helping doctors increase their practice, making it easy. You know, having the incomes, living lifetime, and having the practice experience that they deserve when they're delivering a beautiful service like chiropractic. So I don't know if that answered the question, but that's what. I'm about. You, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it does because everything I just said. Um, you've been doing this for a few years, right? Yeah, it's coming up on three plus years that the perfect patient funnel system has actually been available for doctors. Yeah. Okay. And that is like a six month program. It's a year, but it's like you get a, you introduced to a model and then you module. It's a module thing per month because you can't just learn everything at once. Right. I mean, if everything at once, I don't do it that way because it's like a fire hydrant. It's like everything's all at you at once. And yeah. in that space, just like trying to overwhelm a patient with education and trying to get them to understand the big idea in two or three visits, they don't get any of it or they retreat. Um, if I opened up everything at once, usually it causes a practitioner to become overwhelmed and not do it in a diligent matter. Or they can choose and they do it in the wrong way. So that's just the best way to create leadership and compliance and give you the right material at the right time. Um, yeah, it's it's so you can go at month to month. There's month to month options. There's the core program that's over the course of a year. Uh, content gets opened up and access to me and teleseminars mm -hmm. and uh, uh, open call lines to me, mastermind group, all that, you know, in, in person trainings. It yeah. depends how you want to do it, but there's different options for where you are as a practitioner. Now, I heard people who do a lot of like online education. One of the biggest issues that you have with the clients, they don't do it. Like <laughs> you can look at the open rates and they're just not opening it. Do you find that that's or what's some of the bigger concerns that you have for the clients when they don't get the most out of your program? If they're like, man, it's not really doing it for me like you thought it would. What's the, what are you noticing is some of the problems there? Yeah, well, that, that's a very good point you just brought up. And there was actually two questions in there. So one is. Like, do I notice yeah. that's happening? And yeah, it, it wasn't until like the second year that I noticed how prevalent that was. And so I started mm -hmm. changing things and connecting with chiropractors in the program who I hadn't heard from because it's very easy, even though it's like paint by number and opened up 30 days at a time, different material. It's still very easy to go back into your habits. And, you know, people oftentimes get in, buy a program, buy a product get a coach because it's that inspiration of what's going to happen, but not realizing you still got to do the work. You know, this isn't a, uh, we'll send you new patients every month kind of program. This is changing you from the inside out to be different for your patients, for your community. So things work a lot easier, but you got to do the work just like with anything that actually works in real life. So a lot of doctors oftentimes get in with false expectations or presumptions and that's why i try to be really clear with having them go through a webinar go you know you can talk to me before you get in and realize that it's not a done for you service you're gonna have to learn you're gonna have to train and you're gonna have to implement and anything that actually creates results in life is not a magic email it's not a magic you know one two three thing like that just doesn't exist um so yes i noticed that and I reach out, I try to make the content more palpable, I do more in-person stuff, like I'm starting to do the trainings more often, because when a doctor goes to the training, mm. you know, what I think they are learning from, or steps, 
you can learn from all the videos and the audios and the PDFs in the module. That's one level of understanding. If you get on the phone with me and we actually like work on it together, that's a whole nother level of proficiency. In person, nothing compares to in-person mastery because pick up on the littlest nuances of how you said that word, your energy, your body language, and I'll show you how I do it. And that just takes doctors to a whole nother level. So that's, those are some of the ways I've tried to get above or get around the, uh, like, I don't want to call it laziness because it's just, it's, it's not laziness. It's just a fundamental aspect of it's hard to break patterns and habits. And I'm not there in your practice. I'm not on a weekly coaching call with you. So you really do have to, to decide to get in there and, and do the work. Well, I can attest to that because. And I was a part of a, a management company and when we did, we role played on the phone and, and all that type of stuff because you don't, you don't even know what you're doing wrong. If it's just you and your staff, you're like, I thought I had it right, but obviously it's not because patients are leaving right out the back door and yeah, it just takes somebody and to I would walk say, you through and say, Hey man, this is, this yeah, is why and I would say what's also makes it a little tougher with my material is it's not blatant scripts where it's like, Oh, memorize 10 minute lay lecture or memorize right. this 45 second subluxation definition. Like what I teach is how to ask certain questions, how to listen, how to respond. So the new patient consult and the recommendations is like a dynamic living, breathing conversation. That's going to be different for every patient, but when you do it well, you're never going to see a uh, process that works more effectively for new patients saying, I want what you have. I want to pay for it, even though I thought my insurance was going to ben- uh, pay. And I want to tell other people about you. And like, so when you, you actually own it, the benefits you'll have for the rest of your career, and it's just beautiful. Especially what most chiropractors are struggling with today, which is not as much uh, the new patient game, but it's the new patient investment game. That's a whole different story. Mm. Well, what do you mean by investment game? What does that mean to you? Sure. So there's a difference between back for the past 30 years, one of the biggest practice building stats was how many new patients are you getting every month? And, you know, everyone wants 40 plus or more. But if you're getting 40 new patients and only 10 or 20 are actually starting, meaning when I say investment game, like they're actually paying out of pocket for your care and going forward, that sucks. Okay. If you're, if less than 75% or 80% of your new patients are actually paying you and starting with care, one, you're going through a lot of exams, a lot of reports that are end up not having, not having patients. So it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. But really, it hurts the, the doctor's ego more than anything because it sucks when patients mm-hmm. disappear, when they go through an exam or get one adjustment, disappear. Um, it's worse than the loss of uh, the time that you spent with them or the energy. It's the ego. It's like, well, how did I mess up and not show this patient the value of what I have to deliver and what they can get. So when I say it's gone from the new patient number game to investment is what percentage of your new patients are actually starting, actually paying you, actually referring, because I'd rather have 15 new patients a month and 13 of them start up than 30 new patients a month and 15 of them start up. Even though, yeah, maybe like more people start, but just the because energetically it robs you. Right. That's a great point because I think we've all been there. Like you said, when it's like 60% conversion, you're like, where did, why did you only come three or four times? Like you definitely missed the message. I'm glad you're kind of out of pain, but that's yeah, or, not really the message of chiropractic. 
Yeah, and a lot it's not even 60. Like a lot of doctors in, in who are just out there to get as many new patients as possible, it's 40 to 50%, and they're not even starting care because, like you said, they're recommending a year-long 85 visits. They're trying to pressure the person into doing it. They have to sit through a three-hour lay lecture, and uh, it's draining when people aren't when the conversions aren't there. So that's what I love showing, or I love seeing testimonials of doctors being like, every patient started last month, and they're in a cash practice. You know, it's not like a PI mill. It's not a in-network office where it's very easy for patients to stack, uh, start. So like every new patient started or I get on average last year, 85, 90% conversions. That's one aspect. The other aspect is they love every aspect of how they're doing it. So get conversions by being really manipulative, by being really pressure or fear-based. I'm not, that's not my game. I'm not trying to change the credibility of the profession by doing that to patients. So what I love is that it's a win-win. Like doctors love how they're speaking to their patients because they're able to be themselves. They're inspired. They're bringing patients to an inspired place rather than the patient needs to invest in order to not get cancer or die or be so much worse off. You know, all that, the opposite. Um, yeah. And patients <laughs> love that experience because they get to go forward and they feel great like they like like they've actually got to a doctor's office who listened to them for the first time and that's why you'll see or i i see testimonials all the time new patients for after their consult or after their recommendations conversation before they even got their first adjustment so they're not referring because they got results they're referring because it was such a unique experience They've never had a conversation and a visit with a doctor like that, and they want their spouse or their coworker or their friend who's been complaining of whatever to experience that too. And that's when practice just starts getting a lot easier and more profitable. It sounds like you know taking the the the, the small sample and then based on some other things that I've I've seen a lot of your Facebook live. I was going to ask you like what do you do to advertise, but I think hands down blue blue dress shirt and a Facebook live. <laughs> well, that that's one of the mediums. I, I do Facebook ad ads. Those have become well, those have become popular across the board. If anything, they're becoming less effective because everyone's doing them. And I mean, from a, yeah. a business to business standpoint, but I definitely recommend that from a chiropractor to new patient standpoint. So, because uh, you're going to be marketing into your town, you're marketing to an entire profession that a thousand other businesses are also marketing to. So, uh, yeah. Right. But Facebook Live is is free. It's organic. You're getting real me in the moment. It's it's not canned. It's not scripted. Mm -hmm. uh, connecting with other, uh, just like you, like who knows who will listen to this? What doctors who say, wow, I like what he's saying. I want to check out more material. So lots of uh, doctors or companies have me on their podcast or we'll do webinars together where they'll just share about me and and maybe I'll share about them in my system because I respect what they're doing. So it'll be cross promotion. And there's an example for doctors listening because I know this is this is a combination of, hey, how can you actually benefit the doctor in the moment in their practice is who in your community has leadership, has authority, has a following, has another, another healthcare practitioner uh, or neither, but someone who has a following, social media following. And how can you do something together? You invite both of your audiences and both of you get exposure. But at least as the chiropractor, you're hopefully finding someone who's got more following than you, more influence. And by doing something together, whether it's an in-person event, a, a, you know, it could be a talk with two or three people. Everyone gets 15, 20 minutes and you make an event out of it. And you bring food 
And yeah, some of your patients will come, but there'll be hopefully a lot more people that didn't know you. And now you show up and you really perform, whether it's a webinar, an in-person uh, event in your community, or however else you want to do it. But but there's a perfect example, you know, events or things that I'll do to share with more chiropractors, a chiropractor can do to get exposure with more patients in their community. I think that's a huge nugget right there of a, a real world, what you can start practicing and trying to figure out, because that's not going to something that's going to happen overnight. You're going to have to build relationships and find them and reach out and plan. But it's a, it's a long-term yeah. great idea. But here's the thing. You can start tonight by start writing down who are the people I know in the community that would be worthwhile to connect with. And stop thinking about competition mm-hmm. and start thinking about more influence and uh, like commissioning and rather than you yourself, rather than it just has to be Facebook ads for patients to know about you or screenings on the sidewalk, you know, how can you get more creative? And then what does it take to reach out to them? Like, I don't mean email or letter or phone call. I mean, what type of energy and mentality? Because if it comes out like it's all about you, that's a repellent. Or if you come off needy, people that's that's repellent so how can you make it where that person's going to benefit also so they want to benefit you so they're just you know little things to start thinking about it's not the scripted perfect email i can't give you the email because even if i did give you the one that's better than what you may have written then when you get on the phone or in person you're going to drop the ball and i don't mean you're going to drop the ball like you're doing it wrong already Um, i I mean from a place of it's so easy and uh attractive right now to find, you know, or to, to get sold on the email sequence or the web, the perfect webinar. But who you are and how you show up is going to dictate how you get on the phone with them, the email you send, how you perform in front of that group, how you connect with that potential partner. So it's from, again, just like chiropractic from the inside out, switching that mentality around and how you show up. So you're a lot more attractive and influential and not thinking it's, some tactic that's going to make the difference. You got to have some kind of congruency because if your emails sound like Dr. Wagner wrote it and then you come off as the real fast talker, I don't know, a little more energy, a little more like in your face. If your email is not going to come off that way, and you, you are that way. There's probably going to be a little bit of congruency versus if you just did it yourself and just were write it yourself, figure it out, be true to yourself and finding those connections. Because I think that's one part of your program that you really haven't talked about is you're, you're, you're like investigating when you're talking to the client, like, what is it that you want? What is it that you're looking for and listening and then giving it to them like, oh, this is the type of personality you are. This is the types of things that you need to do with your life. So let me give that to you and explain to you why in your with what you're looking for, I'm the best doctor for what you actually want versus how it normally is. I think it's kind of the opposite. Like you're selling just yourself. Yeah. Well, you said you said a couple of good points. One is, is being congruent and true with who you are. So absolutely. Like if you're trying to be someone else, if you're trying to um, or if you're just taking someone else's material and like pushing it out there, of course, then maybe Mm -hmm. that'll get some attention. Maybe that'll get some intrigue. But then when they get to the next step, when they have to meet you, wow, they don't want to experience a a big difference. So for instance, I write every single one of my emails, all the copy on my websites, all the advertisement copy, like there's people that can write better than me. I'm not a marketing expert or an ad expert, but I'm not I'm never going to jeopardize like who I am in my message. And that doesn't mean I'll, I wouldn't get someone else's help or influence and all of that. But I'm not, you know, I see, I see stuff out there that I I know the person, I see what they're putting out there and that's two totally different things. And they didn't write that. And I, I, it doesn't even 
seem like they reviewed it because that's not you. That's not what you'd say. Now, same thing with you and your community. But there's another aspect behind that. Like you could be completely congruent with everything you say. You could be authentic. You know, all the buzzwords that are out there today. But if still you're coming from a place of neediness or like your goal is just to see volume, to be able to preach it on a stage because you don't want to be admired by your colleagues. So that, that could be really what you feel and you could be like that. So you're being congruent, but that's still a repellent. So it's mm. really like taking away the layers of the onion of all the superficial stuff that we all have. You know, if we're alive, we've been conditioned from childhood and all different experiences and, and just our society of oftentimes wanting, wanting a lot of superficial stuff that deep down we don't really care about. And then when we get it, like we spend a whole career or life trying to get X, Y, Z. And then when we get there, we realize, well, first you, you know, you're after something, you accomplished it, but then you realize it makes no difference and you feel the same way. And there's always something bigger and better and the grass is greener. Um, so that, that's also what I really, really help DCs get clear on is be careful of running after the shiny object that the past coach told them to go for or society thinks you should get. Um, and I think it was in, it was in one of the questions you said, like, you know, maybe asked is about the five or 10 year vision or talking to clients about their goals, you know, and, and it was funny. I was listening to a podcast with a, a doctor coach just yesterday and he was talking about how he starts with, you know, the vision and the goals of the client and really drilling down and wanting to make sure it's crystal clear. And you know what? When you start with the vision and the goals, you've already lost the game because if you don't do the inner work first to really flush out what you're go- like, why you even want what you think you want, which 90% of it you don't want, then you're just setting yourself up to be more effective at getting something that's someone else's agenda. You know, that's society's agenda, that's big, big pharma's agenda, the media company's agenda, um, your parents' agenda for you. You know, your agenda, um, mm. 27 after girlfriend broke up with you and then you said, no, I'm going to prove her wrong. And for the next 20 years, you're going to do something to prove her wrong, which had no bearing on your life. And so there's many, many rabbit holes to go down here. But the point is that getting what you say you want is hard for a lot of people. And there's a lot of great coaches out there to show you how to get what you say you want with goals and with action steps and all the stuff that's been out there for 30 years. But there's a whole nother layer. And that's why you see so many people that are unsatisfied and unfulfilled and nothing is ever enough because there's a whole layer before that. And if you don't get clear on, and if you don't figure out, then you'll always be chasing, like you'll be chasing your own tail, no matter how much uh, wealth, relationships, uh, all that. It's just, so that's also what I've become very, very clear on and and open up doctors' understandings too so they're not chasing their tail, even if they're increasing and looking good from an outside perspective. That's a really unique perspective, which we I would say we don't hear very often. Yeah. So that, that, that inner working before you pick your goals, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you know, I think I've had some unique life experiences of one being uh, very introspective and realizing like, wait, at, at very different levels of my life, because I've always been goal-centered and always achievement-centered and wondering like, wait, like I've accomplished all this stuff, but, but why don't I feel like where I should or why does it never feel enough or why don't I feel good enough? And then I realized that wasn't just how I feel. And, and then as I started growing up 
and uh, you know I'm surrounded by some very very uh, influential and wealthy people where who I become friends with in my social scene, let's say in New York City, and seeing people who have what 99.9% of the world want in terms of let's say wealth, status, material, and realize that that does not equate to happiness or fulfillment because I'm at a level where they will confide in me. They will show me what's really going on, you know, in the privacy, behind the closed doors, knowing that I'm not going to share it, say their name or anything like that. So um, from observation and awareness, my own experience of actually doing the work myself because I'm not immune to it. I have superficial goals and hopes and dreams and I've, you know, I'm constantly pulling away the onion in my own life and doing the work every day to get deeper and deeper of like what's actually really important to me and what's fulfillment and happiness look like for me and where am I chasing something that even if I get it, I'm not going to be happy when I get it. Like I'm not really going to be fulfilled. And I know it's, it's a, it's right. a universal human issue. And that's, um, because it has, it, it gets to the core of like, Hey, like what's life about? Like, if you're not happy, it doesn't matter anything else. If you're not fulfilled, nothing else matters. Um, and I'm not saying be fulfilled and live under a bridge or be happy in poverty. Not at all. But you got to have that and then go for whatever else you want. Was that one of the catalysts for you starting? Because you, you, I don't know how old you are. You look young. Um, <laughs> not that young, but you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not 20. Uh, was that one of your catalysts for creating? Because to create this program, I mean, I don't know how long it took you, but it had to be a, a quite a time investment. So what was one of your catalysts for going through this whole process? Oh, uh, there was a bunch, but you definitely hit on one. So so the first piggyback on what I just talked about is, yeah, seeing chiropractors in the never-ending like new patient volume game like their goal was to hit 200 their goal was to hit 500 their goal was to hit 750 and then they got it and it was never good enough and i started seeing like i don't want that to be me like it's never ever good enough and it's always a grind so that was one aspect of of wanting to create it the other aspect was uh definitely feeling very scorned by certain groups and coaches that I was involved with when I kind of saw behind the curtain and saw that a lot of what was being preached on the stage wasn't being practiced. And, and I also felt mm. didn't paint our, our profession in the greatest light. Uh, so what, you know, and not, not, you know, not wanting to be a representative of a profession that doesn't have great credibility. Like F that, like, that's not what I signed up for. Like I signed up cause I fell in yeah. love with the philosophy of chiropractic and making a profound difference in someone's life on many, many different levels, physical, mental, spiritual, all of that. And like what the typical person thinks of chiropractors. And I don't mean like, Oh, back pain specialist. I mean like manipulative, coercive pressure, all that garbage. It's like, no, I am not going to be part of a profession that that's what it feels. So that was a big impetus for me creating this. So, and you know, if you go to my website, like what it has right up there is respected doctor in your community, because I don't see that happening with most chiropractors offices. And that's what I think is, is valuable and important, both from the patient standpoint and of course the doctor and all the benefits that comes with that. Very good. Well, we know I've got a few minutes left with you, so I'm just going to ask some of the normal questions that I have. You just came back from <laughs> Italy. I did. Yes. And it's so funny. I, I saw your post, your uh, live. You were talking about like driving a motorcycle around like um, 
switchbacks or like oh, hairpin turns. Hairpin turns, yeah. And I had just got off a motorcycle with my wife doing that. And I was like, dude, that is so true because I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm not that experienced and I'm having to ride these oh, brakes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, so you, did you just start getting into oh, man. as well? Well, in China, I use a lot of, we ride a lot of scooters and motorcycles and I've had some experience. So we were just like, let's go to the mountainside. I'm like, oh yeah, you got to go down too. Uh oh, <laughs> these sharp mountains. <laughs> but yeah, you have, a, you have the, your own private clinic. Doing, doing a sharp turn uphill is loud. Sorry, I, I interrupted. Well, I don't go yeah. fast. So I'm, no, no, you're good. You're good. We, we definitely have a delay on this call for some reason. Uh, going up, we'd go slow. So it, it wasn't really an issue like. We weren't going 50 miles an hour on these curves or anything. Well, also, there's there's a big difference between a motorcycle and a scooter because you got the clutch on the motorcycle. So if you slow up too much, depending on your gear, you know you're going to stall out. You don't want to stall on an incline. So the uh, yeah, there's a difference there. But did 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 you bring that up because you wanted to like go into the message of that, or just you wanted to talk about like travel and all that? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was just talking about the travel because so, you have your own clinic, you have this this system, but you're finding time to go and travel. And a lot of doctors have that issue of how do I step away from clinics? So, do you have any like one suggestion on how people can be able to take more vacations? So yeah, they don't absolutely. Get burned out? Oh, and also so people realize I practice very part time now. So I just I was in I was in Europe for two weeks. It's not like I shut to, like I practice very part time now. So it's not I'm not going to be telling you what I will tell you what I definitely recommend and I see pra uh, practitioners just having beautiful experiences with. And the first thing is you can absolutely see the volume and make the revenue that you want in a four-day work week of condensed Monday through. So the traditional chiropractic schedule, you know, practice management was full day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, half day, Tuesday, half day, Saturday morning. That when you Combine it is four full days of two shifts each day, like a morning and an afternoon shift. So instead of spreading it out, which you think, oh, I can see more kids on Saturday morning or it'll be easier for patients. No, that is a nightmare uh, schedule for a doctor because you never have two days off in a row, ever. So when you do Monday through Thursday, you keep your hours consistent. Patients get it. It's easier for them to understand. They don't think you're a jerk for taking off Fridays. Um, you have plenty of hours to see them. And when you start experiencing three-day weekends as the norm, it literally feels like a week in practice, a week off, a week in practice, a week off. And you will never, ever feel burnt out, and you will come to Monday morning so much more energized. So that's the, the, the quick like logistics of your practice schedule. That's absolutely the best hands-down schedule there is, you know, unless you want to practice less and you don't care about as many, uh, how many people, and that's fine too. But to, it, no matter how much you want to be, uh, or C. And there's also, uh, you know, I'll just do a pitch. I show doctors how to recommend certain ways of care where your income and your revenue isn't dependent on your volume. And that's very important. Uh, so another reason you don't need to be in the practice as many hours. Uh, but outside of your practice hours, I definitely recommend for your own growth is getting out of your normal habitual environment for a three-day weekend as as often as possible and that doesn't mean you have to go far or get on a plane it could literally mean going 30 minutes with your family or by yourself to a different part of your county and you know renting in a house in the woods or doing something where you have detachment and you're in a different environment so you're not seeing the same sights hearing the same sounds smelling the same smells because every Every one of those inputs into your consciousness and your nervous system elicits the same thoughts. So just by detaching, 
checking out from the cell phone a little, starting a new book, bringing a, uh, a pad and a pen and journaling a little bit, but just getting out of your normal environment will stimulate new thoughts. And if you're not going to Vegas and binging in a more constructive environment, those new thoughts will be constructive and inspiring. So that's the first one of, of doing a three-day weekend at least, I'd say, every two months, uh, getting away, whether you're by yourself, with the spouse, family, and uh, and then do, doing a full week. And make when you take a full week off from practice, take it off from the middle of one week to the middle of the next rather than from weekend to weekend because when you uh, – Patients are just like us, are creatures mm. of habit. And when you take a full week off, and let's say a patient's on one time a week or two times a week, and this is if you don't have an associate or a coverage doc, um, when a patient misses a full week, like they, they interrupted their schedule, it is so much more of an ordeal back on the schedule. Or you did schedule it. Like there's going to be no shows. It's just the factor. If you can get them in at the beginning of the week, like Monday or Tuesday, you have practice hours, you leave on Wednesday, and then you come back the next Tuesday or the next Wednesday, and then you have practice hours Wednesday and Thursday, by keeping a continuity of every week there were office hours, you will see far less patient dropouts, disappearance, and uh, uh, it'll be a lot easier to just re resume your natural schedule. So there's another tactic or strategy for being able to vacation and not jeopardizing your patient flow as much. Absolutely. Last question. Do you have any books that you would recommend that are influential for yourself or that you find influential uh, for, for doctors? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite book from, I'll say growing up, but it was my college days that I feel had the most influence on me. And I, and I say this and it sounds weird, but I'd say I learned more about chiropractic from this book and it's not a chiropractic book than all of what I learned from, and, and this is not to knock the Reggie Golds and the Sigafoos and all that who I loved listening to. And I would, I would fall asleep during college listening to their CDs and in the car. I mean, thousands of or hundreds of hours listening to those guys and I love them to death. But, um, this book will get to the inner core. Like I was talking about earlier about peeling away the layers of the onion, which mm -hmm. you're not going to do with goal setting. You're not going to do with inspirational stuff. Like that's once you peel away, then you do that. Um, this, and it's a series, but you start with the first one, of course. It is so impactful and so profound, and I've read it countless times. If you look at my book, it's highlighted, it's marked up, it's written on. It is so uh, beautifully written and gets to the core of living a really more congruent and fulfilling and, and like purposeful life. Uh, and that is, and I haven't said the title yet because the title can cause some reaction from people because it sounds okay. religious, even though it's not. Uh, and so it's Neil Donald Walsh is the author and the book is conversations with God. And there's a, it's a three book series. So there's book one, two, and three start with book one. They each progressively get better, but book one will knock your socks off <laughs> and then it just gets better from there. <laughs> So yeah, that's the Very one I recommend is conversations with God, Neil Donald Walsh. Uh, it's a profound piece of writing that uh, has greatly influenced my life for the better. And I hope it makes a difference for anyone listening here. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Josh, thank you so much uh, for your, for your time. How can people get in touch with you? 
easiest way is patientmastery.com or find me on Facebook. You know, there's probably a few different Josh Wagners, but if there's a picture of me on the where it says, you could you could choose the right one, and then you can see my live videos. Uh, I, I think I've maxed out my friends amount but you could probably follow me so then you get notifications when i do a live or you still see my posts i don't really know how it works but patientmastery.com and then also uh follow me on facebook and uh i I just i give away tons all the time so i appreciate you listening i appreciate uh you being a chiropractor because we're of the same i don't know what that term is we're the same elk like it's like we we shed the same blood in the same mud like I don't care what technique you practice. I don't care really what your philosophy is. If you want to serve people chiropractic and help people get better and have a life that you deserve based on that, I respect you. I acknowledge you and I admire you. And my whole goal is to make it easier for patients to understand that and see that and want to pay you for it. And uh, thank you for all you do. All right. You have a great evening. Cool. You too, Justin. Be well. Dr. Wagner, thank you so much for being on the show. The The idea of how does a patient not committing to care or, you know, walking out after just a couple of visits, how does that hit your ego? Is that perceived the rejection causing issues? So I really thank you for, you know, opening our eyes to something like that, as well as, you know, goals are great, but what's the point? Whose dreams are you searching for? Uh, so much more. The marketing tips were fantastic. So again, thank you so much for your time. All those notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash three two. Stay tuned. The travel tip will be coming up next. Somebody was asking me the other day. They said, I'm 30 pounds overweight, which is more than what it used to be. I've got no motivation to go to the gym, but I know I need to do something. And I told them that's what my book is about. You can't go from eating 3,000 calories, dropping them to 18 without some kind of plan. I can help you get there and all the little steps in between. Maybe you can only exercise for five minutes, but start there. Don't feel guilty about it. And then work yourself up to that 30-minute goal that everybody says you should do. That's what the book's about. You can get it at doctorperspective.net slash free ebook, or you can just buy it on Amazon as a paperback or a Kindle. If you notice on our website, we have all these pop-ups where you can get uh, 12 exercises for your neck and low back, core strengthening. We also have stretches for numbness and tingling that are in the arms, feet, hands. I want you to know we have merchandise at a doctorperspective.net slash shop. You know, we've got uh, t-shirts and logo podcast gear that I would be so thankful if you got. Uh, definitely post a picture on social media and, and tag me and I'll give you a, a shout out. As always, if you look at the top right of the website, we have all the little social media icons. Just pick the ones that you like to use the most. Follow us. Uh, you're going to get quotes from the each week's episode. You know, if you sign up on an email, you'll get all the updates and uh, important announcements. So as always, I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you listening. And if you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, I'd be much obliged. Travel tip this week. I like getting updates on flights. Like if you know you're going to be taking a trip six months from now, you're like, man, it's kind of early or the price seems kind of high. You can do something called Hopper. It's an app on your phone. I'm pretty sure it's got a website online as well, but Hopper. And it gives you a weekly update whether you should purchase it or wait because historically it'll be cheaper. Now, I always get nervous, you know, a month out, like what to do. So make a judgment call. But I always like the idea that, oh, it's only like $189. they are like, yeah, that's expensive. You should be able to get that less. So just wait two weeks and check again. Anyway, I like it. Maybe you will too. Where? We just went hashtag behind the curtain and this episode has come to an end i hope you got the right dose for your optimal life please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends sharing on social media 
and visit the show notes on a doctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.